the Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week, we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. How does God work? Better yet, the Bible is filled with God's promises. But how does God actually keep those promises? Have you ever thought about that? This is a critical question because it defines our assumptions about God. Sometimes, and maybe often, honestly, Christians go into faith with improper assumptions. So that's our topic today. How does God keep his promises? Welcome back and greetings to our first time listeners here on the Bible Workshop. I'm Danita Body, and I'm here with my husband, Pastor Lee Body. And we've got a great study for you today, uh, which comes out of Isaiah chapter 40. Yes, and we'll look at a couple of other passages as well as we have biblical um, examples of what we're going to talk about today, um, about God and how God works. Amen. Let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. Uh, We only got one verse today. One verse, ladies and gentlemen, one verse. Believe it or not, <laughs> but yeah. this one verse is loaded. Yes. And we have a lot to bring you from this one verse. Yes, we're going to introduce it and then we're going to tie it all together at the end. And again, we will introduce a couple of other passages by way of example to make our point from the Bible. From the Bible. There'll be biblical examples. Amen. Amen. So, how does God keep his promises? Keep that in mind as we study this. Uh, Isaiah 40, Isaiah chapter 40. Verse 31, and I'll go ahead and read it from the New American Standard Bible. The word of the Lord. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Amen. 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 So, and, and this is what we're going to talk about today from this one verse. Um, and my wife alluded to it in the introduction. Um, our expectations of how God works in our lives, that will differ uh, depending on who you talk to or what situation it, it is that they're dealing with. Be it a um, um, sickness of a loved one or um, you are sick yourself or you're just going through a difficult marriage, whatever it is. Yeah, Dif- difficulty you lose with your, your job. Yeah, your children. Mm-hmm. So we, we have these expect, ex- expectations about how God is going to work. And we want to unpack that today. We want to talk about today. today Because we have a few, <laughs> we've come to the conclusion that there are a few ways that he works. So we want to jump right in. Um, are you ready? You ready to go? Yeah. Um, remember our question. We're going to keep repeating our question. How does God keep his promises? Because unlike us, God never goes back on his promises. <laughs> right. And I think just to add to, to think about those times where you felt like God wasn't near. Yeah. You know, I, if, if, you, if that's one way to look at this, just have you ever felt like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that feeling right there. I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see God working in this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just hold tight. This is for you because God is always working and always doing something in us. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. 
So the answer to those simple questions, the questions are, how does God work? How does, how do we work? Right. Mm-hmm. And how does God keep his promises? Um, you know, and a lot of different people have different, different um, theological answers for those questions. Some, someone might say God does everything, you know, and we just sit back and do nothing. Others will say God does, does not do anything at all. Um, he just let, let us go and he's just sitting back watching. But we want to come up with the correct answer. So uh, uh, how does he work? Um, to, um, to go to, we're going to go straight to the Bible with this. Now, you know, number one, what is number one? The way that pretty much everyone thinks that God, God works. And he does a lot of times. Yeah, the way everyone kind of wants him to, which yes. is sometimes God miraculously intervenes. Yes. And he does, A right? miraculous intervention, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the ones promises. we want, right? We yeah. want God to just come in and there's this miracle that happens. Sometimes it, he does. Yes. God will reach down into your difficult situation, my difficult situation, or anyone who's listening, <laughs> and he'll take us out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Right? We got biblical examples of that. A lot of them, really, but um, we want to highlight one of them. Uh, I want to go to... Um, and we'll just explain the story. We don't have to go to it, to it and read it. Exodus chapter 14. Now, do you remember what happened in Exodus chapter 14? When the um, the Israelites... The Israelites, yeah, they escaped from Pharaoh's army. And right. That's the parting of the Red Sea. Yes, but they came out of slavery, right? Yes. They mm-hmm. were being held in bondage. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, you remember the plagues. Yes. Um, let my people go. Moses kept saying to Pharaoh, and he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And then he finally did <laughs> let them go. Only to change his mind and start chasing them. Yeah. So take it from there. He's chasing the Israelites mm-hmm. after letting them go. Mm-hmm. What happens? They, they come to the Red Sea. <laughs> With nowhere to go. Okay, so here's the thing. If you're if you're being chased, right? You're being chased mm-hmm. and you're running, 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 and then you get to an ocean. <laughs> and you don't have a boat. <laughs> can't go left, can't go right. You don't have a boat. You don't have a boat. And you look behind you and there's this army of people wanting to kill you. Yeah. Right? So they squeeze between the Red Sea and Pharaoh. Right. And the people so they're are... looking at the water mm-hmm. like we're going to drown. They're looking at Pharaoh who's behind them like a stampede coming. We're going to die. Yep. And it looks like a lose-lose situation. Yeah. And what do they do? They cry out to God. They cry out to God. And, and, then... and then they're looking at Moses kind of... They side eye in Moses like you brought us out of right. out here, right? Right. And the Bible says Moses said, said, "Quote." He stood firm. He said, "You will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today." Mm-hmm. Now, why can Moses say that? Because God promised Moses that He would deliver them. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he with, with faith in God, Moses says, "God has this." Mm-hmm. And what happened? <laughs> and then God parts the Red Sea. <laughs> right. So God makes. A way to escape. This is the miraculous so, thing. So God's about. people that have just been freed from slavery are now walking on solid ground through the Red Sea. Yes. Right? Which has been parted. So there's sea on the left, sea on the right, and now there's this passageway in between. And they go through the passageway, and then when they are finished, God closes it up so that the people cannot follow, that Pharaoh's army cannot follow. Right. right? And a lot of them get swallowed up right. such. so would you call it so a miracle that's a miracle <laughs> it, there was a miraculous intervention. intervention yes an amazing intervention that is like when you're stuck between a rock and a mm-hmm. hard place and god comes in 
and makes a way That's out right. of no way. And, and he, he, he did that a lot in Scripture. Right. right. That's just one of many examples. Now, if you're a New Testament, you love the New Testament, and you say, oh, I remember a lot of Old Testament. Uh, all one Bible is God. He did. Jesus did it in Luke chapter 18. Uh, he came to this village of Jericho. He finds this young man who had been born blind. You know that story? Mm-hmm. Uh, great story. If you all have time, read it. Luke 18. Uh, the blind man heard that Jesus was coming to town. He knew enough about Jesus to know that Jesus can heal. Yeah. Uh, and he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Yes. That's what he said. He, matter of fact, he said it three times. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Yes. And Jesus heard him, heard his cry and he asked the man, he asked that they bring the man to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus said to the man, what do you want me to do? And, and, he, and he answered, he born blind. He got right to the point. He was not playing around. He said, uh, Lord, I want to see. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see. We're going to go complicate this. We're going to keep this really simple. No, I'm going to tell you exactly what I want. Have you ever done it before? Hey, I, I, I'm going to get right to the point. God, I want this. Or he said, I want to see. And Jesus said, receive your sight. Mm-hmm. Your faith has healed you. Boom. Right. That was it. A miraculous intervention by God. Immediately, it says he yeah. gained his sight, right? Yep. Immediately. He didn't put no mud on his eyes, no, no clay. He didn't mix anything, whatever. Boom, that happened. God miraculously intervened. And, and remember, this is our first way that God works when he's keeping his promises to us. Um, and, and really, this is the one that comes to our mind anyway when we're in a bad situation or a difficult situation. Okay. We always think, you know, we, we right away want the miracle, right? Right. That, that's not unusual. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> okay. But, but a problem okay. that can be problematic if you set your ideal around that expectation. All the, All the time. time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so a bad assumption would be that God will that's right. always do that or, or intervene in that manner. Yes. And, and I, I imagine, you know, a lot of people have testimonies where God has done that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's not wrong to assume that, but it's wrong to assume it all the time, right? Yeah, it's not right? the only way that God works. It's not the only way. It's one way that God works. And, and I like that because you just, that's a nice segue into our second one. Okay. So what's the second one? It's the second one meaning if you just tuned in, you missed the beginning. This is how God keeps his promises. He miraculous inter, miraculously intervenes sometimes. And then the second one, sometimes... God interacts with his people. Amen. So what is that all about? This is another way that he does that. And, and I hope this, you know, as we're explaining this, I hope it'll, you have a spiritual paradigm shift because it'll help you as you continue um, in your journey with the Lord um, for the rest of your life. Amen. Because uh, you need to know these. So he interacts with his people. So first one is intervention. Second one is interaction. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yep. This is not miracle. No. This is God doing what? That's right. He, he's really, what is he, he interacting with us, right? Right. Um, he, he, he reaches down, I'll put it this way. Uh, in the miracle, he reaches down and changes the situation. Right. This time, he reaches down and he empowers us. Us. To make a difference. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. In our In our situation. Yes. So he's saying, I can, I can, I can make it go away by speaking it into existence. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do it this way. Sometimes he says, I want you to be a part of this. Right. So God working with his people together to affect change. 
Absolutely. Right. I like that. So, right. and our biblical model would be Exodus chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in chapter 2, Moses saw that the people of Israel were, were held captive. And remember, remember uh, Moses um, got a little violent. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and he killed a man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a couple of them fighting. Yes. And he killed a man. He did. And, and someone saw him. Yes. Do that. He didn't know. There that, was a witness. Yeah. He didn't know that, though. And then they brought it to his attention. And then he left, right? Right. He got out of there. Right. Um, but God still was using him in that process because he wanted to, to, he needed to go away for a while, but God wanted to use him. Yeah, because he had been living under Pharaoh's, you know. The good life. It, the good life. Yeah. He was living the good mm-hmm. life. That's right. And, you know, God was moving him somewhere else. So, um, um, then later on, he used him, right? He he, he let him come alongside of him. Now, and what I think about that is um, during the uh, the burning bush. You remember the burning bush? I tr- we try to use these very popular ones that most people know, mm-hmm. um, especially if you grew up in a church or you've been to church. <laughs> you know about these stories, right? Um, the burning bush. What happened at the burning bush? First of all, the miracle was that the bush was burning, but it wasn't consumed. Right. 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 Um, and, and God said, I know the misery of my people because uh, this was an opportunity for, for Moses to talk to God because he saw it. And God says, I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians, Moses. I I, I got it. I, I, know what, I know what you're going through. Now, I know Moses was probably like, okay, then we need to get something going here. Right. So Moses, he said, uh, and it's so profound because God said to Moses, you go and I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. And I like that. He didn't say, I'll go and take care of it. Right. He said, you go and I'll go with you. And I bet Moses was like, seriously, God? Can't you just handle this? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I can't do this. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, we would have had the same reaction, right? Right. But God said, you go, I'll go with you. If you if you if you follow that that incident in Exodus chapter three, you'll discover that what happened is that God worked, but Moses had to work too. Yes. So so here here's the, the paradigm shift for us. Right. Sometimes God wants us to get moving in Him. Yeah. Sometimes we're not just to sit back and wait on the miracle. That's right. Right. That's right. God wants us to get busy because, not because He needs us. He doesn't need us for it to happen, but he wants to use us. Right? And, and what's the benefit from that, too? Don't you draw closer we to grow. him? We grow. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's grow. exactly where I was going We with mature. That. Yeah. Yes. And, and so it's in good that, for us. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it increases your faith, right? Yes. Because um, you, you like, I'm going through this difficult thing, but God, I know you're with me. Yes. Right? I'll, I'll go through that wall, but if you go with me, I know I'll make it through that wall. Right? Right. And And, and you know... We've been through that before where, where we need God. Well, I mean, you, you and I use this example all the time. And it's, it's simple and somewhat funny. But when we always say when you're looking for a job, <laughs> what do we always say? Yeah, you can't <laughs> if you don't you can't sit job. on the couch and pray for the job and the, the employer is going to come knocking on your door, right? right. You have to get busy, right. right? God's like, I want you getting busy with me. And, and you know, I'll go with you as you look for a job. But yeah. You, you got to do something. Go fill out that application. Yes. I know you can something. do it online. You have to get now, moving. Yeah. But you have to do something. Now, can God bring somebody to your door? He and could. Gonna, he could. It's happened, I'm sure. Right. But, <laughs> but that's just not generally how he's, he's going to move. He's saying, 
go fill out that application. You got to move in faith, right? I'm thinking someone out there is like, no, but one time, right, right. <laughs> there was this time when... <laughs> and I'm sure God can do that, right? <laughs> but, but ideally, he wants you to be a part of this too. That's right. He said, if you believe I'm going to get your job, then you go look for that job. That's right. Go fill out that application. And then we talk about our resume not good enough. I don't know if I qualify. And God said, go. Step out on faith and go and watch me work. I'll go with you, is what he's saying, right? Yes. Um, so, and, and that's that's number two. That's number two. Right. Okay, so now we have the miracle. Um, then we have the inter... So, yeah, so the, the intervention, Vention, the interaction. And, and then, then what's the last one we have? The intraaction. Yes. I think you called it. Or, or the inter- interaction. The interaction. inner, yeah, like inner. I, okay, inner, I N N E R. Yes, yes, action, yes, yes. in which God keeps right. his keeps the promises He makes to His people. Right. So God is doing something inside of That's us. That's right. Right. Inside of us. So okay, just to be clear, all right, you guys following us? God sometimes miraculously intervenes in the situation where observers to His miracle. Sometimes God will interact. I N T E R A C T with us. Mm-hmm. And he wants to, us, you know, we, we partner with God. He wants us to come alongside him and he comes alongside us and we do it together. This last one is God is, as you said, inner acting. Right, right. He's doing something inside of us. And so he doesn't remove the situation. He doesn't give you the strength to get out of the situation either. Mm-mm. So he keeps it there, and you know you, you know you know what example we're going with it. this one, the yeah. profound example, right? Yeah. Of of the apostle Paul, right? Yes. And what is it? The thorn in the flesh. Yes. 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 Because because he he pleaded uh, three times, God take this from me. Right. So the background, the apostle Paul, right? Second Corinthians has uh, he cries out to God because he has what is what he refers to as this thorn in the flesh. We don't know specifically ever. We don't know what it specifically was. The Bible doesn't say that, Mm -hmm. but it is something that afflicts him and causes him pain. And he cries out to God. Matter of fact, stop right there. I want to read it. Second Corinthians chapter 12. He said, remember, she said, cried out to God. He actually said, quote, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, Mm -hmm. for my powers made perfect in weakness. Amen. Okay, you were going to say something else? Uh, Yeah, so basically just God leaves the thorn. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't take the thorn away. He leaves it there. But that thorn is doing something in Paul. Yes, Uh, doing something beautiful. Right. There is humility with the thorns, right? That's right. There is a total reliance on grace with the thorns. Mm -hmm. There is a shaping of our character with the thorns. Our faith grows with the thorns. Sometimes the thorns are good for us. Oh, absolutely. Amen. He uses it for, to make a difference, right? Right. Uh, so you can make a difference in someone's life. But um, he says, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm not going to remove it. And, and God knows. And I know this last one may be hard for some of us to swallow in here. But it's true. It's true. God moves in this way. We want number one, which was yeah. the miracles. <laughs> Don't we? Come on, let's be honest. We all want number we one. We want to pray, Lord, put yep. the thing in prayer, and then boom, he does it, and it's it's over. Yep. And we're free. <laughs> and and <laughs> it's okay to want on that. easy Look, street, that's right? right. <laughs> Look, I prayed that way before I had surgery. God, if it's your will, please, I don't, don't want to have surgery. And God said, nevertheless, 
my will will be done. And you had to go through it. So You, you know. know what I've learned in my walk? That God is far less concerned about the thing. And the thing is whatever that thing is, mm-hmm. right? That you want to achieve, accomplish, acquire, whatever. The Lord is so much more interested in who we are. That's right. Right? Yep. Our character in shaping us. That is what he's after. And when you look at it that way, then, yeah, the methods he uses are not just about re- relief. That's right. The methods are, are about growth and maturity and and looking more like Christ, Jesus, our that's Lord. That's right. That's and right. Then, well, and, and that's the goal, right? Yes. Now, we have a job to do now because someone might be saying, why did y'all start with Isaiah Chapter 40, verse 31. Yeah, so, okay, so this is, you got to tie it together. We're going to tie it all together. Why did we go down that path? And and then we're done. We're going to, we're going to bring it all together right here. Going back to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. My wife read at the beginning of this podcast. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, right? Right. They will run and not grow weary. Mm -hmm. And they will walk and not be faint. Now, did you find that kind of strange, the way that that's written? And the way God said that? Yeah, that that um, you fly, you run, and you walk. Now, why is that kind of strange? Well, it seems like it's going backwards, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You would think you walk, and then you learn to run, and then you fly, you like, soar. As a baby, right? right. As a little, you right. raising your children, you were a little child. You know, we got to crawl first. <laughs> you don't just come out of the womb. Uh, running around, flying, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. No. So you, you would look at that, and that poetic structure, you'd be like, ooh, that's kind of different. And I thought about that. Um, now, let's tie it in. So, the those who wait in the Lord will renew their strength sometimes because of God's what? Intervention. Right. So, that ties in with the, with the miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when he comes down and boom, changes the situation. And you're soaring like an eagle, right? Uh, that's the one we always want, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want the other ones. We don't want the other two. Uh, and then the second one would be, uh, what? What's the second one? Um, those who opened over knew that they were sore like eagles. And the second one is? They will run and not get tired. Right. So we want to tie that in with what? The inter the interaction. When God interacts with the, with his people. Yeah. So sometimes God will come along alongside. and carry us through our, circumstance, our circumstances. Yeah. So he comes alongside with us and he carries us through and we're with God together in this circumstance, right? And we're running, moving, right? Moving through it, running through it. Running yes. and, and not growing weary. Yeah. Why? Because he's with us. Right. Right? Does that make sense? Right. And then the last one the is The last what? one is we'll, we will walk and not become weary. But we're walking right now. So what does that mean? Because so, Paul... Had the, the the thorn in the flesh. He we're not was, we're not we're not moving through this quickly. <laughs> no, no, we're not flying over it. He wasn't soaring. Right? We're not flying over no. it. We're not running through it no. through the fire. We're not running. We're having to walk. That's right. right. And, and and not and not faint. And not faint. So, so you just go back into the mind of Paul when he's going through this. Yeah, one day at a time. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one at step a, at a time. Oh one God, moment yes. at a time. Oh gosh, yes. Right. One day at a time. Have you ever had any kind of uh, painful situation in your life, um, and you're struggling, and it's like, I just want to make it to this evening. You say that in the morning, and then you, in the evening you say, I just want to make it through the night. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Then the next day it's all over again. You're not thinking about next week. You 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 want to make it through the next day, 
Yeah. Right? Because you have this thorn in your side, no, no matter what that may be. And that's when God is saying, look, you will run, walk and not faint. That's the beauty of it. So we'll walk and yours is not faint. Mine is not become weary. Yeah. Same thing. Like th- it will be difficult, right? At times, but God will always give you strength. He will always renew your strength. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I like that. Actually, my version says uh, the second one, they will run and not get tired. I like mm-hmm. that. Then the last one, they will walk and not become weary. I like that. I like that. So uh, I hope we kind of painted a picture for you all to see. Um, and we don't know exactly where you are in your walk with the Lord, but if you're going through something, you need to think about all three of these. And the reason why we brought this up is because if you only think about the first one, you'll get frustrated. Yes. And, and yes. you know, don't get possibly frustrated. depressed, right? D- that does not mean if he, if God does not work a miracle, it does not mean that God is not working. That's right. He's just that's working right. in a different way. That's right. And that's very important because, because again, it's, it's just natural for us. We want the miracle. We want to get out of it today. Yes. Nobody trying to hurt for two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months. So don't be discouraged. Please don't be discouraged. God is up to something, right? Amen. He, he, he's not leaving you alone to, to go through it. He's saying, I'm doing a mighty work in you and I need you to trust me. That's right. Um, whether you're soaring and right away, he does it. And then you, of course, you're going to give him all the, all the, um, the praise, honor and glory. But if you have to, if you have to, um, um, slowly go through it, right, right. Run. That's fine too. It may take a little long, but when you have to walk through it and, and, and you, that you still have that painful situation, God is saying, I'm with you. I'm with you. Amen. Amen. So closing how, thought, how does God keep his promises? We, we told you all three of them and keep that in mind. But at the end of the day, he loves you and he knows what he's doing. Yes. So at the end of the day, again, That's right. <laughs> they who wait upon the That's Lord, right. That's right. That's they right. who wait and wait, however he's going to come That's right. or however long, or however long Amen. they, those who wait will renew their strength. Amen. Will. That's a fact. That's the promise. That's, a that's fact. the promise. Just yes. remember, how does God keep his promise? There it is. <laughs> Boom. That's right. <laughs> Amen. We hope you enjoyed this workshop. And as always, we look forward to meeting you back here next week. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.